0: On today's episode of the Mystery Kids podcast, we're going to be talking about the famous moon landing, the one that everyone knows about, but it did actually happen. I guess you will come to a conclusion by the end of this podcast. Welcome to Mystery Kids Podcast. Are you ready for another episode? This one is going to be a doozy. But before we jump into that, we need to say howdy. That sounded weird. Hey. <laughs> hey and howdy mixed together, which both start with the same letter, to our newest patron members. Make sure if you're a patron that that you message me with your child's name so I can make sure that I get it up on the newest episode. So here is some of our newest patrons. We've got uh, three kids that love this podcast. Their names are Rhett, Callum, and Sky. Oh, thank you so much for being a patron. We have Carlos and Mateo from Flukingerville, Texas. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so, so very grateful for all of our patrons for supporting us. It just, it truly means the world to me and makes it so much easier to keep this podcast running. So don't forget, if you're a patron, you get two bonus episodes a month, which I just barely put up the Narwhal episode. And then I will be doing a part two about Skinwalker Ranch this month because like, that was like the longest episode ever and needs like a whole part two to just jump into the stories of it so so grateful for you five dollars a month and you get two extra bonus episodes so grateful and i absolutely love doing this for all of your family So today's episode is an interesting one. So I've been seeing a lot of things lately about the moon landing, right? The moon landing that happened a long, long time ago, right? Neil Armstrong on July 20th, 1969. He's like one giant leap for mankind. Um, But did that actually happen? I actually don't know. And I don't know all of the stories that go along with it. So I thought, you know what? What's a better place than to talk about it here on the Mystery Kids podcast and give you pros and cons and facts and fiction and let you make your own discovery of what you think happened. Now, at the end of this episode, you may not know what happened. I may not know what happened at the end of this episode, but I just want to know what is going on and what is all the buzz about. So on July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong, he was on the lunar surface. He was on the moon, but there are so many people who actually think it was just an act that we never landed on the moon, didn't even walk on the moon. The theory is that the whole thing was actually staged and filmed in a Hollywood studio directed by Stanley Kubrick, who had wowed audiences a year earlier with his realistic outer space epic 2001, A Space Odyssey. So what's the evidence? So there's many questions from sources of mysterious shadows to why there's a rock labeled with C, the same way props are labeled on movie sets, to how the American flag was placed on the moon by Armstrong, and a fellow Apollo 11 pilot, Buzz Aldrin's seem to ripple in the breeze so that american flag it wasn't supposed to ripple in a breeze because there is no breeze um nasa of course continues to deny moon landing hoax and aldrin once punched a guy in the face for bringing up the conspiracies theories so Let's see, what do we have? We need to know the history behind the moon landing. So this all happened after what's known as the space race. So humans were only able to make this small step for mankind after several other space firsts happen. So in 1957, the first artificial satellite, Spudnik Spudnik 1, was launched into space by Russia. The United States launched several satellites of their own afterwards, and both countries hoped to be the first to send a human into space. Now, it wasn't until 1961 that a person went to space. It was on April 12th, Russia's your. Yuri Gagarin became the first. Less than a month later, the United States Alan Shepard became the first American in space. And following these milestones, President John F. Kennedy issued a challenge to the National Ast- Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, to put a human on the moon in 10 years or less. So NASA went straight to work. And on July 16, 1969, the spacecraft Apollo 11 prepared to launch a crew of three astronauts into space. And this is where it all began. So NASA officials selected Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins as the astronauts who would make this historic trip from Earth on Apollo 11. So just four days after launching from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida, the spacecraft neared the moon's surface, and before they touched down, the three men split up. Collins boarded the Apollo 11's command module, the Columbia, where he would remain in orbit around the moon. Armstrong and Aldrin boarded Apollo 11's lunar module, the Eagle, and began to descend to the moon's surface. Now, the Eagle made a risky landing in a shallow moon crater named the Sea of Tranquility, um, which most people watching the landing on TV didn't know that the Eagle only had 20 seconds of landing fuel left at this point. So it was kind of a big deal. Armstrong and Aldrin looked out the windows of the module at the lifeless and barren lunar landscape, and after six and a half hours past, the pair inside the eagle prepared to ed- exit the module. As mission commander, Armstrong stepped out first and became the first person on the moon. Twenty minutes later, Aldrin climbed down the ladder and joined his partner, and after reading a plaque that said, "'Came in peace for all mankind,' the two planted the United States flag on the surface. President Richard Nixon called to congratulate the astronauts. So Armstrong and Aldrin went back to work collecting samples of the moon's rocks and dust. And after over two hours, the astronauts brought 47 pounds back to the lunar module and prepared to rejoin Collins because it was time to go home the apollo 11 crew returned to earth on july 24th 1969 and over the next several years 10 astronauts would follow in armstrong's and aldrin's footsteps and the last mission to the moon was in 1972. although humans haven't returned to the moon since they've continued to explore space they've built the international space station or iss a space research station where they can conduct experiments and study space closely so today, NASA is working on sending humans to another planet, Mars. Thanks to Apollo 11 moon landing, NASA is hopeful about its chances. So this was all from Kids National Geographic. So we know now the story. It was a big space race. They were trying to get there as quick as they could. And so they were. we were always like one step behind Russia, right? Russia sent Sputnik and then we sent ours up. Russia spent, sent their person into space, so we sent a person into space. And then all of a sudden we were going to the moon. So we need to know why people would think this is a hoax because for so long, people were like, yeah, of course this happened. So what are people thinking about when they're like, did this really happen? So one of the number one theories is that flags movement, right? So the photograph of the astronauts planting the American flag on the moon has raised the most suspicion. Critics say the flags movement shows the presence of wind which is impossible in a vacuum on the moon, right? Like there's no air movement there. The flag had a rod inserted along the top edge to make it stand out. So like to hold the flag up because right, if there's no wind, the flag wouldn't be at an angle like waving. And so they had to put a rod in the top to hold the flag up, right? So it, you can clearly see in the flag, it looks like a billowing or waving movement now there's no breeze on the moon there's no air in the atmosphere and therefore there's no wind to help the flag flutter so nasa's responded to this conspiracy theory saying aldrin was twisting the flagpole to place it in the moon's soil which caused the flag to move and have okay so i just watched a bunch of different videos talking about the moon landing watching like the actual flag on the moon and it does definitely wiggle i'm actually looking at a flag like right in front of me on our wall and with like the air in our house and everything like it's kind of wiggling but I just watched it and as I was watching it, I was like, well, it's only really moving when the astronauts are touching it. Um, and then I watched this guy, uh, I, I will link the YouTube channels below our websites having issues as I'm trying to like update our web di- website. So I'll put everything in the show notes. Um, but he puts this flag in a vacuum chamber to see if it will wiggle even with all the vacuum out of it. And it still does move and shift, which things move, right? Momentum, if you push something, it's going to like it's it's gonna move uh, the difference is it should not be moving on its own which in looking through that whole video i didn't notice a point where they weren't touching it and it was moving on its own so that one i'm uh, from what i've seen in my brief research i've been doing i don't see that to be like a full evidence that that is like okay for sure. Now, if it was constantly billowing and moving, I think that would be different. But right now, I'm not seeing that. Okay. One of the next conspiracy theory or theorists, which again, I am one of the biggest conspiracy theorists, so I don't think badly. I I think there's so many things we just don't know. So one of these is that there's no stars. They say pictures of the moon's landscape show there's no stars, and the sky is just a big black void. They claim there are no clouds on the moon, so therefore it should be constantly visible and incredibly bright. And NASA's argument says that the photos are are just a low quality, therefore the stars would be washed out. And um, at the same time, that doesn't add up, given that some of the photographs are actually really high quality, and yet there's no stars that shine. Okay, this I could totally, I was actually thinking that as I was watching the videos and looking at the pictures, I was like, why aren't there stars? Because there's no Now, okay, I live on a farm, so the stars are really bright at night on the farm because we don't live super close to large cities. Now, when you're in a large city, you just don't see as many stars because of the, what's it called, Um, pollution, the light pollution um so here we do see stars pretty brightly but I will say even taking pictures on a high quality phone today like if I tried to get the moon I get a picture of the moon and I'm like man it's so bright and beautiful and I get a picture of the moon and I'm like and now I can't see anything (laughs) like it does not look as good as it does I will say I do think it's a little weird that there isn't some shine from all of the stars because literally there is zero light pollution at all so That does surprise me. But again, I'm not sold on this theory yet. Okay, another theory. um, Those who believe that the landing was real say filming the moon's low gravity conditions on the moon would be impossible to fake in a studio. But the critics say that Americans simply slow down the regular footage of the astronauts walking and bouncing around the studio. Makes sense. They claim if you take the film and you increase the speed by 2.5 times, the spacewalkers are clearly moving in normal Earth gravity. They also claim the high bounces and jumps can easily be achieved using wires. All right, let's go into this. First of all, I just want to say it is incredibly difficult to find hoax stuff uh, about this, which is actually surprising since I've heard it all over the place. But actually, like looking it up, I am not finding as much because it's all put out by the scientific community which is 100% on board. Again, I don't have a I don't have an opinion, but it is very strange to me that there's not it's not easily accessible for me to look up the hoaxes. And to just look it up from like a hoax point of view, um, that it all is like, like, especially this one keeps coming up every time I research anything is how to argue with a moon landing denier, which is all over the place. And I'm like, okay, well you're making me like want to research it more because you're not letting me research it. I just thought I'd point that out. It's very odd. Um, little little point that i'm trying to figure out so it's actually taking me a lot longer to research this than i expected okay so this is quite fascinating um this is from krishna.org which again i will link um which has like a bunch of different videos in it one where they're like dropping a hammer and a feather and they land at the same time which he's done like a bunch of math that says that like that wouldn't have happened according to like math and calculations. Um, I'm not going to go into like the details of all of that because I don't 100% understand it. Um, But I wanted to bring this up uh, another view on the slow motion astronauts. So the biggest smoking gun, in my opinion, the one that pervades nearly all of the Apollo motion picture footage showing astronauts moving about on the moon is something so visible and so obvious it's literally been hiding in plain sight. It is the slow motion character of all the movement which exists in nearly all the Apollo footage. We accepted it as real due mainly to Hollywood's depiction of men on the moon, especially because of Kubrick's 2001, A Space Odyssey, which was released the year before the Apollo 11. The Apollo astronauts appear to move as if they're underwater, walking along the seafloor, all in slow motion. Even when they jump upwards, it's shown in slow motion. But there's no scientific basis for this. There's no reason that someone would be walking or moving in a low gravity planet or moon would be moving in slow motion like this, at least not while jumping upwards. what would slow them down? Are they supposedly moving in low gravity and no atmosphere environment? What is there to slow them down? So he's basically saying that when they jump up, what is making them like, what's forcing them to like stay slow, right? We've been conditioned to believe that it's slow motion image of men in space by two major factors Hollywood movies and footage of astronauts and others in zero gravity environments, such as real astronauts in orbit and others in zero gravity stimulators, where which are like on the inside of airplanes that dive at just the right speed to match gravity so we've seen astronauts floating and moving slowly while suspended in zero gravity but this is slowness that's deliberate making sudden movements while floating in zero gravity could have really grave consequences um that they they're trained to move very slowly and the deliberately They could, if they wish, move very quickly, even more quickly than normal gravity if they wish, because there's nothing to stop them from doing so. But the moon is not zero gravity anyway. It is, we're told, low gravity, about one sixth of that of the Earth. So yeah, they're saying like, this is not 100% zero gravity. What is slowing the people down in this image? And again, I am not a scientist. I'm just doing the research to look at things. So that kind of does make a bit of sense that this is like, this is trained astronauts. They would actually have to move slowly because if they go to do something really quickly, there's not gravity to hold them back. So basically, if I go to jump, I know I'm gonna fall here on Earth, right? Like I have that expectation. Whereas there, if they go to jump, it's not guaranteed they're gonna come back down, right? Like it's, they've gotta make slow, intentional movements because even like going to hit a hammer, you, you're going way faster because there's nothing to hold you back, right? Okay, this has been so interesting and so fascinating, and we're only about halfway through um, some of this research and study. So I think I'm going to end right now with this being a part one, and we will continue with a part two next week now if you're a patron you can go ahead and listen to part two in just a little bit as I upload it um but this is just absolutely fascinating and I truly want to know your thoughts and your opinion on this as I mean I this is the first time I'm really diving into it so I'm sure there's even more that I don't know about this so this is just really interesting well thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time on the mystery kids thanks for listening Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and supporting us. It means the world to us. We would like to offer you to become a patron for mystery kids podcast for $5 a month. You get two bonus episodes. One is going to be an animal facts and the other one's going to be a bonus episode that either someone has chosen. One of the patrons has chosen or that we will put to vote. As a patron, you'll be able to listen to already episodes that are there. We've got the Underground Railroad, the Deepest Hole on Earth. We've got about the werewolves. We've got um, animal facts about the platypus, the crocodile, and the taipan. And we have the funny story of the Australian Emu War. So there's plenty of content that we'd love to share with you. If you want to become a patron, you're going to head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash mystery kids pod and that's where you're going to sign up for five dollars a month and get that bonus content thank you so much again for all your support